Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, I am so excited to have this conversation because I have the CEO of Go High Level, uh, which is a tool that, uh, well, I'll, I'll kind of share my story a little bit, but I have been a raving fan of for, I'd say, about eight to 10 months now, and it has been absolutely a game changer uh, for our organization. And uh, specifically, Sean, we'll talk about like our use case, and you'll see, oh, yeah, I can tell why you like Go High Level, but we've got about 180 clients. You know, we're in the intro- high-level introduction business. So, you know, for us, leveraging Go High Level, you know, again, as an agency membership, it is just a dream. By the way, I hope you don't mind, Sean, I'm just going to go ahead and give my affiliate link uh, for those listening to this. If I have inspired you to take a test run (laughs) of Go High Level, please use this link. And I promise to donate uh, any of our affiliate uh, proceeds to charity. uh, And that is at uh, upmyinfluence.com forward slash Go High Level. And uh, we support uh, veterans and business causes like uh, Bunker Labs and others. Um, So we'll use 100% of the proceeds to help uh, donations uh, to help um, veterans who are looking to get their businesses started. So anyway. Sean, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. It's great to be here. All right. Give us the origin story of where Go High Level came from. And oh, yeah. you saw this opening in the marketplace. And that's what I'm really curious about is you obviously you looked at the other solutions that were out there and you said, you know what? I see an opening here where the market is underserved in this way. And, and, and that's kind of the framework of I mean, the story. That sounds, Go. That sounds good but I would say that's probably not accurate. Uh Um, I'm not that smart. So what it was is we had an existing uh, SaaS business in the invoicing space and all of the small businesses that we worked with um, really wanted to get more customers. And so my co-founder and I, uh, original uh, co-founder Varun and I, um, we wrote high level 1.0 and we started sort of selling it out to these small business owners. And they would sort of look at the demo and they really loved it. Um, and then they would sort of adopt the solution. And then a couple of weeks later they would cancel. And I just, it befuddled me. Cause I was like, well, why, you know, why are you canceling? And what it really came down to was they didn't have the time to learn the solution and really optimize it, adopt it into the organization, set it up, all those things. Right. And lucky for us, right at that moment, we actually had a marketing agency come in and knock on our door and say, Hey, we have a co-customer in common. I'd love to talk to you about this, you know, find out what you're doing for our customer kind of thing. Right. And I remember wondering like, well, why am I even bothering to talk to this person? Cause they're not even my customer. Right. And that person turned out to be actually our, our third co-founder, Robin. Um, and it's exactly what he was. He was a marketing agency. He had 80 clients, but, he, but more importantly though, he really understood the solution and he was able to implement it for all of his clients. He was able to uh, spend time helping us evolve the product and what we and then he gave he then introduced us to 13 other agencies 
one of those agencies had a mastermind. We sold it to 40 agencies. And then what we realized is those agencies were then able to actually go in and use the product to create value for the small business, right? Mm. And what what then sort of dawned on me eventually, and this is why I want to be very careful that I this story is never that I somehow fortuitously saw the future. <laughs> Um, what sort of fell on my, into my lap was the was this sort of now now looking back very obvious concept, but that marketing agencies and agencies in general are truly like these secret behind the scenes actors that really drive results for their customers, and without them, you know, you're not going to go very far as a small business owner, right? Mm-hmm. So that that was really the origin story of how we got to where we are today. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, so. Wonderful. So did you already have the development team in place? Because I'll I'll tell you that, um, you know, there are other solutions that I've seen in the marketplace when it comes to, uh, let me, let me just start with this. When for someone who's on the outside, yeah. How do you categorize what go high level is? How do you explain it in, you know, just a handful of sentences? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, it all depends on who you are. Generally, we, we always, if I'm talking to the agency, it's always, listen, you know, all those tools that you buy from six or seven different vendors and you sort of glue together a Zapier, wouldn't it be cool to have all of those in one platform? That's what we always start there, right? Because that, if the agency owner, you totally get that concept. And then the next step, and this is, I think the more revolutionary step is what if you could take those same features that small businesses need and actually be the person who not only sells them to the small business, but also gets hundred percent of the revenue from selling those tools to a small business. And these tools, you know, because the problem is if I go into features, you would get lost all day, you know, CRMs and website builders and funnel builders and chat and, you know, two-way text messaging and all this. I mean, but it's really just, it's about every tool an agency needs to run its operations. And honestly, every tool a small business needs to run its business as well, all in one spot. And and so what was the development process like? I mean, did you, were you all, were you self-funded? Did you have investors? Yeah, or? all bootstrapped. Um, oh man. Uh, and really what, where we came in was, you know, we met with a lot of marketers and those marketers said to us, you know, Hey, listen, um, we are in a, a situation where we're generating leads for our clients and we're putting them on a spreadsheet. And then our clients are firing us at the end of the month. And we don't get it because these leads are great. And what we realized was it's the nurture process that's broken there. Right. So we asked these, if you look at it, you ask an agency, like, you know, after you're generating these leads, are your customers following up? And the answer is always no. No. Oh <laughs> well, my gosh. If, and if you don't follow up, and not only just follow up, but also follow up instantaneously, you're going to lose those leads. You're not. They're not going to convert into customers, right? So we started off by automating that process, and it's still the coolest thing, in my opinion, that we do. Right? We turn leads into customers by automating the nurture process. Uh, in almost every case, it doesn't really matter. You're going to get to a booking, right? You're going to get to a calendar appointment booking, and of course, we have booking and scheduling in the app, like many other products you've seen out on the market. And that's kind of how we got started. And then we sort of evolved the products vertically uh, from there. Yeah. Um, And and then, you know, behind the scenes. So if you're an agency owner uh, and you're leveraging Go High Level for all of your clients, um, one thing that's, um, and again, this has been, feels like it's been a real big push over the past year, um, is all of these value add services that you can you can white label for your clients, which solves a huge problem because look, honestly, as an agency, you don't want to do all these things. You you want to do, in my mind, you want to do one thing, you want to do it exceptionally well, best in the planet. And then all these other things, your clients are likely going to have need for that. Hey, we need SEO. Great. I don't, 
<laughs> Great. Guess what? We offer that now. I was going to say we don't offer that. Uh, guess what? We do offer that. Yeah. And here's it will we'll plug and play because, you know, once again, you're already set up and go high level. It's pretty easy to flip a couple switches. Then all of a sudden you're able to offer now all of these additional services that your clients need. You know, again, you provide, you manage the relationship. Um, but, you know, again, these backend services historically you haven't been able to provide. Now you can. And generally the pricing is, is what I would consider to be pretty wholesale. Yeah, uh, in fact, yeah, that, that was the idea. And yeah. something to throw out there also remember is, High level is white label out of the gate. So the other big yep. part of it, right, is as a software platform, you white label the product because what, you know, if you've been an agency for more than a minute, you know, you've you've seen the scenario where you recommend your client go get XYZ product because they need it in order for you to do your work. But then fundamentally, a couple months into the relationship, they decide, oh, you know what, we're going to cancel our service with you. But you know what, they end up keeping the software, right? Because they get this weird idea in their head that somehow the software is doing all the work. And it's the cheaper option, right? So between you and the software, the software is always cheaper. So they cut you, keep the software. But what they don't realize is that software is just a tool. And without you and your expertise, that software wouldn't be doing the job it's doing today, right? Mm -hmm. And so ultimately, this is where white label is so important. We want the agency to be able to walk in the door, sell the service, sell the software as two different line items. So that, again, same concept. They can still cancel the service, but if they do, the software still remains and the agency gets a revenue stream off the software and the client never thinks, oh, you know what? We need to go and uh, use this other package or this other software because that's really what's doing all of the work. Um, so we, we really, white labeling for us, is just super critical. Yeah. So, you know, I, I want to talk about this because I, I think that there's, um, and I, I know what this is like as an agency owner, as a business, like you start getting locked and loaded into your platforms and the, 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 the just the mere idea of migrating to a new platform, you start to get hives. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, it's going to be a major disruption. Uh, it's going to, you know, it's going to, you know, we're going to have to allocate all this time to migrate everything over. We're going to lose sales. We're going to lose revenue. Um, that's some of the fear that that we had. But then I started adding up all of the different services that we were using and slowly, piece by piece, we started migrating over to Go High Level. And today, I could not imagine. There's no way. Like, how could I migrate out of Go High Level at this point? Because we replaced our email marketing, our uh, certainly like our sales funnel type programs, call tracking, the survey stuff. That's this is all including your the scheduling. Uh, and of course, the big one is the CRM. I mean, we lived, uh, sorry guys, but we lived on pipe drive <laughs> and now, it's okay. you know, they, they, re, they, they got, I think they exited actually. So they're good. They were the pipe. Oh, okay. They don't yeah. care anymore. <laughs> good for them. We're on a beach someplace. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, um, you know, how do you, or, or what is the thinking in, is it just, mathematics or how do you overcome that challenge of people not wanting to disrupt their operational flows? Yeah. So, I mean, we always think about this as like, you know, you can, you can adopt one feature of high level and fundamentally that can be a game changer for your business. So, you know, the, these days we're very much about the concept of SaaSpreneurs and trying to help agencies realize that they need to be in this, in the game of selling technology as much as, as, as service. And so in, in that vein, I, I would say, you know, there's like, we have miscalled text back in the system, right? You, you know, somebody calls your client, they don't pick up the phone, it automatically texts them back. And how many of those leads do you have to convert into sales in a month? 
to get, call it 300 bucks. So that's one feature right there that would pay with one client the all of your yeah. cost per high level. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. So you literally, if you wanted to, and we have people who do this actually, who, you know, maybe they're 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 very ensconced in some kind of other big system. Maybe they have a good reason, maybe they have a bad reason, but they're just not, they don't want to move. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be an all-in-one sort of scenario. And it can be a situation where they use some other platform and then they use high level for their clients and it's just sort of a, a long-term scenario. So it's not a it's not a you know cut over all in one day and hope it all works out kind of situation. Yeah. Um, how do you, what does it take to operate this company? And it, 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 you could talk in general numbers, um, but I'm curious about, you know, the, you know, the, the number of clients that you work with right now, how demanding are those clients? What do you have to have in, you know, in terms of support to manage that? I'm, I'm curious about the operations behind yeah, the scenes so at got, high level. We have 200 team members today. We'll have at least 300 by the end of the year. Um, and I would say the vast, I mean, we're very engineering focused. So I would say we try, we try to put the vast majority of those people in, um, engineering, but outside of that, our two biggest departments are customer success, which we think of as people helping you when you first sign up and customer support, which are people who help you sort of after you kind of get up and going, but you have sort of ongoing needs. Those are easily our biggest departments by a long shot. Yeah. Where did you, like, how have you built out um, the kind of the back end white label services? Um, are, are those just, were they clients and they're like, hey, we do SEO, let's partner. And yes, we'll, we're, we're willing to offer our services at a significantly reduced price in order to kind of get in this I don't know, marketplace or whatever you want to call it. But how does that side of it work? Yeah. So it's all in-house. So our, our third oh my gosh. had an existing marketing agency where he was providing all of these services for a couple hundred clients. And so we basically bought, we basically uh, eventually <laughs> acquired him and uh, really allowed us to then take that existing staff and repurpose it out this way. And, you know, it was always talking to agency owners and they would say, you know, I, I really do Facebook ads super well, um, but the churn rates are really gnarly. And I said, well, you know, what if you offered, you know, SEO and PPC, uh, you know, Google ads or something websites. And they would say, yeah, that's great, but I don't know how to do any of that stuff. And so we thought, well, what if we bring a marketplace in and we can provide those services on the back end white label. And now all of a sudden overnight, you can add those six or seven additional services, which create a lot of stickiness for you, but at the same time, not have to pick up all of the skills, which quite frankly is ridiculous anyways. Nobody can do all of that stuff well. And honestly, even the people, it's funny, even the people who do Facebook ads, my, my thing is like, as a small agency, your focus in life should be sales, not Facebook ads Ex or websites. Yes, or else, exactly, right? exactly. And in fact, I would say, you know, I, I still remember I, I, this uh, ironic day where I was back to back with uh, two agency owners, both in the roofing niche. And the first the first guy gets on and he says, oh yeah, you know, I do $50,000 a month. I'm a single owner operator. Um, life is good. And I'm like, wow, that's great. You know, I help him with whatever. Um, and, you know, I said, well, what do you do for all your folks? And he said, oh, I do, you know, six or seven different services. But of course, I, I outsource all of them. And I just focus on sales, he said. And, and I was like, okay, that was a great call. Wrap it up. Get on the phone with the next guy. He's a roofing guy. And I'm like, oh, well, life must be good for you. And he's like, oh, no, I hate I hate this niche. It's terrible. I have terrible churn. My clients are leaving left and right. And I'm like, well, do you offer six or seven services? Oh, no, gosh, I couldn't do that. I, I can barely keep up with the Facebook ads. And it just, boom, it just struck me like that's the big aha, right? You need to focus on sales and you need to get rid of any of the actual implementation work if you, when you're a small like that because you just don't scale otherwise, right? 
And so that was really the inspiration behind that white label uh, marketplace was to take that second person and say, hey, you know what? Let's get all that off your plate. Let's let you focus on sales and let you scale up your agency. How do you decide um, what goes on the roadmap at this point? Um, So in terms of like, yeah. You know, your customer base, your client base, um, how do you engage with that client base? Because, I mean, now you you have such a, a robust community and, and it is a very active community in the Facebook group and so totally. forth. Um, amazing. You have ideas aplenty. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. So, well, well, you know, so there's two things. So we have a public ideas list, uh, public to our customers. And we literally, you know, you can go in there, you can add any idea you want, you can get it voted up. And we use that like you wouldn't believe. Um, we really use that as the voice of the customer. We also have product managers who will, you know, pull out people um, in their area and like sit on. So they'll, they'll sort of look behind the scenes and say like, who's using a lot of something, right? And so if you're using a lot of social media posting, for example, we're going to, a product manager is going to reach out to you and say, hey, can you get on a Zoom call? I'd love to see, you know, what we're missing because we feel like people who do this a lot might know what they're talking about. But, you know, there's the individual calls, there's the ideas list. And then the, the thing that I really think hard about is strategic big features. So for example, this quarter will have blogging coming out. Um, next quarter will uh, have affiliate marketing software coming out. Um, really just trying to think through, and all of this is very much informed by customers as well, but just mm-hmm. in talking to customers, really trying to weed through like what of these big ideas are going to really move some some numbers for the agency um, and and deciding on those big uh, big concepts. But you put that all together and that's really how we, we define the roadmap. Uh, so you said affiliate is when? Oh, next quarter. Oh, good. <laughs> we've been, that's one we've been looking for. So great, go, right? great, great um, yeah, to yeah. hear. So, you know, these things, you know, it takes us time, uh, you know, it takes time to build things, but you know, the blogging, I think for the right, it, what I've learned though, is, you know, for the right person, you know, for one person that that new feature is the greatest thing ever. And then to another person, it's like, I don't even get it. I don't even need that. That stuff is worthless. So you just sort of kind of learn, learn to deal with it. But the affiliate stuff is huge. Uh, I think for a lot of people. And so I'm excited to get cracked yeah. on that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Um, how have you been able to handle a hiring demands? Because obviously go high level from my outsider perspective, user perspective, it's a company that's gone through a lot of growth over the past couple oh, of years. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So how do you... You know, how do you bring in and attract the right people? Oh. And then, I mean, operationally and from an HR perspective, I mean, it's a big org. Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah. It's, yeah. And, and it's, and the, the biggest thing is I, I don't do any of that work because I'm not good at it. Um, mm-hmm. But we're constantly hiring, right? So <clears throat> constantly hiring engineers, constantly hiring non engineers. Um, we have full time recruiters across the board in all of those departments. Um, you know, big, big, these days, big C level um, HR people and all that who, you know, that's what they do. That's what they're good at. Um, but you know, it's a it's a constant challenge because we're also in a market where um, wages are going up. Companies are, you know, it used to be that remote was a really, um, you know, like unique thing. But now it's like, well, of course you're remote because if you're not, then you know, I'm not working for you, kind of thing. Um, and so it's it's a it's a challenge. So now it's not just pay, but you know, you also have to like we're gonna have a big uh, uh, engineering uh, offsite in, I think it's gonna be in Bali, which sounds weird, but most of our engineers are in India. So that's like sort of saying, like going to Hawaii maybe if you're on the West yeah. Coast. Um, so, uh, but anyhow, but those are the types of things you actually have to do in order to retain people now. It's not just pay, it's pay and, and what else can you give me? So it's, it's challenging. Yeah. Um, what did Go High Level do to market in the early days? And what do you do 
for, uh, you know, for growth today? It hasn't changed. <laughs> so our affiliate program is probably our, our biggest winner. Um, yeah. And ultimately the idea there is that, um, you know, we want to share with our customers and if we're doing a good job, they're, they're going to talk about us. Right. And we incentivize that. But at the end of the day, we really know that people aren't going to talk about us if they don't like us. And so, you know, it's really about our customers telling other people and, you know, helping them learn it. And there's a lot to it as well. You know, it's again, even, even with agencies, right? Like originally I sort of expected every agency to sort of like fall into one bucket. And that's of course crazy and ridiculous now, but um, you know, there's a lot of people who, who need more than just a tool recommendation, right? They also need coaching. They need templates. They need all kinds of stuff to help them get going. And so the affiliate program, I also think helps with that because if I'm going to go out and teach somebody how to use it or create a lot of assets around it, um, I ultimately, you know, that's going to cost me money. And so I love the idea that we're able to sort of pay people back for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would much rather share, you know, proceeds or revenues yeah. with my friends and, and totally. with my customer base, my client base, then, well, like you know, giving it, just keep giving growing. it to that guy over in, you know, California, Menlo Park or whatever. He's got well, enough money. Yeah. I want to share, I want to share with my friends. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I think it's, it's sort of a community driven effort, right? Like we have this crazy Facebook group where people are talking about all kinds of stuff. And it's amazing. It's like our, I think it's our greatest asset in my opinion. Um, it, it's this idea that I really feel like we've partnered with our customers from the white label to creating a revenue stream, to having the agent, to the affiliate um, commissions and all that. I mean, I think ultimately it's about trying to say, listen, we want to share as much as we can with our customers because we feel like our customers are helping us and it, and, you know, it could be an affiliate helping us get a new agency. It could be, you know, it could be an agency getting their first SaaS customer. It could be lots of these things, but either way, we're all together on this. We're really on this mission together and growing together. Um, And I think it's a totally different way to build a company than I've personally seen any other SaaS company do. Certainly none of our, our quote unquote competitors. uh, Mm -hmm. And I say that loosely because I, I think that there are no competitors for us. No one, no one white labels, no one focuses agency only, but I think it's the, it's the mantra that matters, not the, not the feature set. Huge missed opportunity for some of the other players in there that, that they didn't jump into white labeling earlier. Uh, Because I, again, I see that and I've just kind of seen a lot of the sentiment in the marketing world. And, you know, I think a lot of those marketers, why do I keep promoting those guys, you know, when, you know, there's, yeah, they have an affiliate program, but still, you know, I mean, here's the thing. So at the end of the day, I, 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 I say this, in, in, this is absolutely how it feels to me. I think that they talk a lot about partners, but I think they see agencies as just a place to steal customers from. Yes. And I yeah. think agencies, yeah. I think agencies need to realize that they are, I mean, in aggregate, I think agencies drive a truckload of business for many of these platforms. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't even think these platforms understand how much business that gets driven by agencies, but the reality is that ship has sailed. No, no Menlo Park VC is going to say, Hey, white, let them white label the product, let them sell unlimited sub accounts for one flat rate. It, 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 it just, it, it would be heresy. And so ultimately you're never going to see this from anybody else. Certainly not anybody else in the market today. And I think the, the reason why is they've already adopted these super um, unprofitable models that are VC backed and their goal is to just buy more ads, make more, you know, yes. yep. all that stuff, but they're never going to give agencies the credit they deserve. And I think mm. that's, that's fundamentally why we white labeled. We, we just, we really believe that the end customer, that small business, if you want to help that small business, you help the agency. 
because the agency is the one that's truly going to be able to help that small business thrive. And I think it just makes so much sense. It's it's like hiring a bookkeeper, right? No one who would argue that that you should hire a bookkeeper very quickly, if not right out of the, from day one when you're starting a small business, right? Why would you do that yourself? I I don't see why marketing is any different than that. I think it's treated differently, but I think inaccurately so. I think if you think about the dentist, right? I always love this example. It's like, you know, you sit down to the dentist next time you go in and he's warming up, he's going to start drilling your teeth. And he's like, you know what I've been learning a lot about recently? Funnels and follow-up sequences and remarketing and retargeting and all, and, you know, building landing pages and things. Anyways, let's just start drilling into your teeth now, right? Like you'd be like, whoa, wait a second, get me out of this chair, man. Like, that's the last thing I want you to learn about. I want you to stay with the nerdy dentist stuff because I, I don't want you to hurt me and I want you to do a great job on my teeth. So why why not make every small business think the same about marketing as they do about hiring a bookkeeper? Yeah, you know, and I I, I got to tell you that I love the energy uh, in the Go High Level community where it does feel far more collaborative as opposed to I'm not going to name names, uh, but you know, uh, a platform that specializes in one of the features of Go High Level that it's just like when you're a user, you are constantly being sold to and bombarded. You are the customer and it, it's less of a collaborative relationship and more of a, Hey, guess what? I'm going to be selling more stuff to you. And it's just like nonstop not, every not day. You, and way. it feels culty. It feels what, culty in what, what, that. And not, again, not you, but also your customers, right? Yes. Right. Because, you know, I met, I've met, I've met several people where they say, you know, like I'm a coach in like, I remember this one guy, he's like, I am the best real estate coach in the world. And I have no idea if that's true, but that's certainly the position he took. And his his commentary was, I don't want, but I don't want my my coaching clients to be sold coaching because I'm their yeah. coach. Right? Yeah. Like, and so I think fundamentally this again, it just goes back to us seeing agencies as experts in what they do. Um, whether you serve plumbers or real estate coaches or agents or whatever you do, I still think that's the whole point. It's not just about, it's not a gimmick, it's a it's a reality. Like that agency has real expertise. And it's in, in it by combining it with the tool. I think that's great. I mean, I don't think it's any different than, you know, the contractor who builds the house, they get the same tools from the same place, right? They just go to Home Depot. Last I checked. Um, it's just the difference is they know how to take those tools and build a house. Whereas a guy like me just going to hit himself on the thumb <laughs> with a hammer and I'm done. Right. So it's really recognizing the skills of the agency. Awesome. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so obviously, you know, we're in partnership with Go High Level. If you'd like, you don't have to use my link, but if you do, we'll make, we'll happily uh, d- donate all of our proceeds. Uh, and, and the URL that we use. Oh, cool. What's that? Please do use the link. That's what I Oh, saying. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, upmyinfluence.com forward slash Go High Level all one word. Uh, and uh, Sean, I want to ask you about, you know, again, we're recording this kind of the middle of, um, you know, when this airs kind of the middle of 2022. Um, yeah. What is, what's coming up ahead over the next six months that that you're, you're comfortable in sharing? Oh, sure. I mean, I, I mean, we're, we only plan about a quarter ahead. So um, because we like to be flexible for, again, for our customers, but, you know, it, 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 for me, the things that are exciting are, you know, the things like blogging, things like affiliate, Management will um, up the game on uh, the phone system. We'll bring inbound calling. But one of the big things I'm also excited about is this idea. We're, we're calling it sort of media libraries. And we're going to start with social media posting. But the idea is, you know, we want to help agencies bring services that scale in, into their practice. And the way I think about this is, let's say you're going to do social media posting for a particular vertical. 
reality is nobody wants to pay three grand a month to get bespoke custom po- social posts. Right. Right. So, but as an agency, like you're killing me, right? Like I can't do it for less than that. So where's that, where's that middle ground? So the idea is like, Hey, listen, let's give them 800 pre-done posts that just pop into their account, you know, that they can, that then also go across everybody else in this vertical and they get exactly what they're looking for, which is they get a nice looking social media, uh, you know, sort of role that that's, you know, semi-custom, you can use custom variables, all of that stuff. And now we can charge $300 a month because that same post is being used across 20 accounts, not one account, right? And do the same thing across the board. So that could be funnels, that could be websites, that could be whatever, but really allowing agencies to pre-create a lot of these assets, but make them way more flexible across all of their customers so they can create n- new recurring revenue streams. And because a lot of clients, what I've noticed is it's a price point issue. Like, I hate to break it to you. It has nothing to do with your skills. It even has nothing to do with your outcomes. I've seen lots of people deliver amazing results and still get fired. It's just because that end business owner in their brain, they're thinking yeah. $3,000 a month for a human to do anything for me, not going to fly. Sorry. Like, I don't even care what you're doing. I don't care if like, I'm handing you $1,000 and you're handing me back $2,000. I just can't figure out how that's ever going to work. I quit, right? (laughs) And so ultimately, we really want to use these media libraries to help you create these sort of scalable services that go across, you know, hundreds of accounts. Yeah. Sean Clark, CEO of Go High Level. Sean, this has been great. I really, really appreciate our conversation. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Josh. It was great to be here. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.